Today we're thinking about promises we keep, even very difficult promises. In Victor Hugo's novel Les Misérables, we find a man, Jean Valjean, in a very difficult predicament. He wants to be an honest man, but things have gone badly. His children were starving. He had no money. He does have a commitment to be honest, but his desperate need to feed his family overcomes that commitment, and he steals a loaf of bread. It's a small thing, but it sets in motion the rest of the story. Luckily, most of our choices in life aren't life or death, but it can be hard to keep a promise, even a small one, when the situation changes. Maybe a business person promises to be at their child's soccer game, but then the important client they want to sign up can only meet at the same time as the game. Or maybe we promise ourselves to be a little more healthy and just have one helping of everything at a meal. Man, those garlic mashed potatoes are just calling out. Have more. One very serious conflict with a promise comes up in chapter fifty-three of the Book of Alma in the Book of Mormon. A group of people who had been warlike and had murdered and plundered other peoples had converted to the Lord, and in repentance, they have buried the weapons of their rebellion, as it says in the book. They literally bury their weapons in the ground, pledging to die rather than return to their former ways. But also, they've symbolically laid down the spirit of rebellion against God, and they want to stay in that state of forgiveness. But when fierce armies are heading their way and threatening to kill them and their children, these now peaceable people have a choice to make. It's certainly a bigger choice than Jean Valjean's loaf of bread, but it's still a choice whether or not to keep a promise. Here's the turning point in the story, and because of their oath, they had been kept from taking up arms. For they had taken an oath that they never would shed blood more, and according to their oath, they would have perished; yea, they would have suffered themselves to have fallen. But it came to pass that when they saw the danger and the many afflictions and tribulations, they were desirous to take up arms in the defense of their country. But behold, as they were about to take up weapons of war, they were overpowered by the persuasions of Helaman and his brethren, for they were about to break the oath which they had made. And Helaman feared lest by so doing they should lose their souls. Therefore, all those who had entered into this covenant were compelled to behold their brethren wade through afflictions in their dangerous circumstances. In this case, these repentant people had many sons who had not taken the oath never to take up arms again. And what's more, these young sons had been raised in faith and to trust in God, and never to harm another except in defense of their families and their country. It was a difficult choice not to take up arms, but to send their sons into battle. But God had provided them a way to keep their promise, and through the faith of these young sons, they were able to prevail, and not even one of them was killed. God can make a way for us, even when there appears to be no way. But it does take faith, meaning it takes us exercising faith by trusting that a way can appear, even when we see no way. Like the children of Israel backed up against the Red Sea by Pharaoh's army in Egypt, the Lord opened the sea and let them cross over on dry ground. That was not one of the possible solutions they had thought of. I'm sure, God can make a way for us to keep our promises to Him, but it may mean taking a step into the darkness in faith before we see His light shine to show us our path forward. And that's the good word.